it's alive. How do we know she is alive? I hate when people talk during the movie. No wire hangers ever. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Your stupid minds. Stupid. Stupid. Relax. It's all in bad taste. Sick. Let's uh, let's let's pretend like we didn't just spend an hour doing a mic test. <laughs> let's Has pretend we've been in that way. You're like you're five. already doing the exact thing that you shouldn't be doing and not talking directly in the mic. So I'm worried about you. But let's just fucking don't no don't no no. You're not playing it back. You just you're just gonna do it right from now on. You're gonna do a full swivel and we're gonna take time and you're gonna do it properly. So do it to practice. Practice. Hello there. I'm back, General Kenobi. Oh, don't so go nuts with it. I'm not gonna go nuts. I'm here. Hi. <laughs> This is going to end up being problematic, isn't it? Probably. Well, I mean, we've all drifted away a bit. I think <laughs> fucking... Right. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. I've got my Woo! script ready. I'm happy. I'm excited because this is a big day for us. It's a big day for the Bad Taste Buds. Because the hands of fate have doomed you all to have to listen to my sexy, sexy voice for the next hour as we return for our second big episode of Halloween Month. Woo! How we've... big is the tome of script you've got this time? Five pages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five pages. That's probably... There's not as much to delve into. I think we spent ages in House of the Dead because we just fucking played the game for like half an hour. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've left House of the Dead in search for greener pastures, maybe? Redder? Redder pastures? Yeah, that's Browner like pastures. Because it's like mostly... Because it's shit. Because a... it's fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's also mostly set in a desert from what I remember. Um, for, yeah, because we are going to cover. I, it's another gold star episode, another heavy hitter, another big boy, a big boy of the bad taste fucking worlds, and that is one of my favorite films. One of Ryan, you've you've experienced this film before with us as well. Every film is one of your favorite. Every films. film is one it of my favorite films. Its, like you cannot say yeah. that. For every film. I will, and I, I will, and I have, and I will continue <laughs> to do so moving forward. The Liam stamp of approval is just like pneumatic. What was the last one? Oh, Godzilla! Is I hated that the Godzilla. Only and last fully one? hated Godzilla. Other no, than that, I, I every single one's a fucking winner. I didn't winner. dig Wicker Man. No, 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 Avatar, however. Didn't like Avatar, that sucked. Suck balls. Cats. Didn't like cats, suck balls. So yes, the, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not, but we we're getting to, because we're getting to the good shit now, we're getting to the actual fun shit. Have I even explained what movie we're doing yet? Mm, no. We're going to do a little, a little ditty from the 60s called Manos, The Hands of Fate. But let me introduce people first, because obviously we've got a lot of voices on the mic, uh, and we're not quite sure, we're doing 14, 15 episodes in, who, you guys have no idea who these people are. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the Bad Taste Buds, the podcast where we talk trash about the very best of the very worst in trash cinema. My name is Torgo, and I look after the place while the master is away. Joining me, we have a full fucking house. Finally, it's like getting the whole band back together. We've got five fingers. We've got five. Oh, there's four fingers and a thumb, isn't there? Four finger discount. <laughs> wow. I'll be a thumb. You'd be a thumb in my side, is not a saying. Oh. Um, <laughs> Christ. We've got Hannah and we've got Hannah <laughs> and Jack. Like last week, we, we obviously hey, that's Mr. Jack now, Mr. Jack Curran. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, how was married life treating you both? We obviously had a little. Hannah was absolutely slating you last week. I oh, couldn't, sure. couldn't stand it. Like she was just saying how bad it was and how much she wanted it to be over already. It's just as well I don't listen to the podcast, then, isn't it? <laughs> Have you guys gone on any cross country road trips to creepy cult hotels? Any in, in, in the no, two weeks? No, that's next been... weekend. Oh, is that was that. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. It kind of is actually as well. Um, yeah, no. Obviously, Ryan, as always, pretty much a permanent fixture in the uh, in the Bad Taste Bud studios. I mean, I'm never not here, so why not? The future Mrs. Ryan Stainsby yeah, is not what he uh, Wait, would... <laughs> no, the future Mrs. Ryan Sheen. Mrs. Ryan Sheen. You're changing your name. So you're, I mean, so then, guys, between Sheen and Stainsby, let's do a, it's not a race. Let's it's, do a listener, a listener poll. 
which is a better <laughs> surname for me to take when we eventually get married? Sheen or Stainsby? I mean... Stainsby. <laughs> the stain. Just stain in the memory. Just the pain of being a teacher with that surname is all you need to know about how, how tragically depressing my life is. Um, but... That's not all. That's not all we've got going on today. We've got a little extra treat for you guys. Oh, yeah. I think someone needs to go check on the uh, the Bad Taste Buds basement ghosts because we might need a, a bit more room because we're, we're going to be adding one to our collection. <gasps> the one we've got. That's why I'm really excited about this. And he looks nervous. Oh, I'm, uh, I am. He's not. <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, he's not talking to the mic to start with, so I'm going to fucking I can talk him. into the mic. Who's that? Who's oh. that on the mic? It, it's, it's me. The man, yeah. the myth, the legend, George. From Tipsy Flicks. Should I call you George or Tipsy? Uh, what would you prefer? George. Call me George. That's my name. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so we need 10 more guests and we've got our 13 ghosts, we need, right? We need, no, we've had four. So oh, we so need nine, more, nine. Nine more, then we've got 13 ghosts. Oh, yeah, you realise you have added. The backup. Oh, so we need 12 then. Yeah. yeah, 12. What happened? Do we just stop then? No more guests. That's it. It's over. Yeah, well, just that's when the podcast ends. How are you feeling, buddy? How's yeah, it? Yeah, good. It's good to be here. That was a lovely introduction. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, well, this is it. I think it was. Uh, I think it was necessary. I think it was. It was long overdue because I know there's been quite a few times where like, wow, I would have loved to be on Howard the Duck. I would love. You would have loved to be on House of the Dead last week. Oh, House of the Dead. Like, but I think we saved a, a good one, a prime, primo, primo steak for you for tonight. And obviously, you've seen this before. You've seen Manos I've seen this once. Well, now I've seen this a good handful of times. <laughs> Tried one out. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm, I honestly, I'm, I'm just happy that you're finally here with us. I'm finally happy we've got you on mic because I mean, I, I, we have we have a quite an interesting friendship bur- burgeoning over the last year or so. Yeah, well, we, we like I started Tipsy Flicks about the same time you guys started this. Yeah. So I think we both started our pages about the same time. So you're my number one lockdown ride or die. We kind of met during the period of when everyone couldn't get outside, and we all turned to the internet for our freedom and then right i need you to help me how did we even start talking this is a good um, question because i try to scroll back through our instagram messages it's far too long but it's the, fucking impossible it was it was troll- drink beer well I'm not as much as you i definitely drink more beer <laughs> than you. The, um it was troll 2 your first episode and i i think was it that far back yeah yeah so because well, um yeah troll 2 i just kind of got talking to you about troll 2 i think you did a, a listener poll on you, your thing i probably just that would make sense about that yeah then, I, can't, I wish yeah. I, I wish I could go far enough back to actually look at the first interactions because now it's pretty much a daily occurrence. So you won't leave me alone, and it's yeah, <laughs> it's borderline stalking. Borderline, uh, yeah, getting getting a bit. But yeah, I'm happy that you finally meeting the rest of the buds. I'm sure they're very happy that you're yeah, here as well. And what a what a movie to do it on as well. What a uh... see, I was quite looking forward to this one based on a few factors. Firstly. The artwork is pretty cool. The posters are pretty cool. There's some interesting. Uh, there's some interesting. Yeah. yeah. Secondly, the name Manos, Hands of Fate, sounds sick. Does, and I think it? I'm slightly biased as well because there's a Dark Souls boss called Manos, Father of the Abyss, or something Ooh, like that. So that might have okay. slight bias. And also, it's only 70 minutes long. Yeah, it's so a winning like, combination. The longest then, 70 minutes. And then, the the, and, then, and then I saw the. And then I saw the Rotten Tomatoes score and went, Ah, oh, fuck! Not a, not another one. Yeah, yeah, when I heard that you were excited for this, I kept thinking, What the fuck's he excited for? I thought you had some inside knowledge. No, that was that was it was based on those three factors it was based on cool artwork cool name short run time can we just rewind so hang on you saw the Rotten Tomatoes rewind. Sort and saw oh god why not again guys you do realise what sort of podcast you're on right yeah, yeah but there's a difference there's a difference right? between a zero and like a 30 
Yeah, like, zero is always zero way more like interesting. A, How long is on a zero? Is it? Oh yes, it is. Really? Yes, it is. It's on a zero and a one point eight on IMDb. So <laughs> yeah, like a thirty-five percent when you're like, ah, oh, it's got some appeal. It might be some fun factor in it. Zero is like unappealing on every level, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. like there's no redeemable <laughs> qualities about this fucking piece of media. I think it goes full circle back round on itself, oh, and I it becomes so mesmerizingly. I hope watchable. I enjoy it because it sounds like it. All I know is it's about a guy that collects hands, basically, for some ritual. Is that right? Um, well, let's wait and see. Let's, I don't <laughs> want to spoil too much. I do want to start with that title, because you're right. Manos, the Hands of Fate, sounds great in its original language of Spanish. But can anyone tell me what the word manos means in Spanish, in Oof. English? No, that's, you think it means wolf, that's, the no, hands that's of like fate. A, <laughs> Rojo, isn't it? Or Lobo. As I'm like, Lobo? oh, no, it's Lobo yeah. As I'm wearing my Manos, the Hands of Fate t-shirt that I'm spoiling. Hands. Which obviously hands, only, the Hands of Fate. Yeah, it means hands. Are we being serious? Yeah, no, it means hands. Manos translates to red hands, the hands of fate. The title of this film is Hands, the Hands of Fate. Hands, the Manos of Fate. Hands, the Man of... Yeah, fucking... But, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know, really, signing up for this. But everyone's going to go away knowing an extra... Learning. Learning. Everyone's going to... Learn English first and get back to us. Let us speak. Come on. She better gets enough mic time anyway. Everyone's going to go away. At least... At least... I'm not... Are you done? Are you done? One extra word of Spanish. You, right, you're officially, you've got a 10 minute ban. Every day's a learning day. For Hannah it is. <laughs> Still learning. I'm just happy uh, George is here personally because it's finally time for me to have a little bit of backup. Um, because every time you guys tell me how shit my opinions are, George is there fighting my fucking corner. Are you a fan of, so you're a fan of Spider-Man 3 then? I Spider-Man mean, is wonderful. Liam so. has talked me around to rewatching it. I haven't got onto it yet. So Liam's and you're going to re- you're going to realize how wonderful it is. So what you're saying is no, and you're avoiding watching the yeah. film again. You don't want to disappoint your new friends. It's the best one. When Pizza time. Pizza time, Liam. And hate it. Best one. Just make Pizza sure time. you don't tell Liam because that might actually end a friendship. No, there's no way. This... No, no, seriously. I went to watch Planet of the Apes in the cinema with him. Mm-hmm. Told him I didn't like it. He yeah. fully fell out. Oh, of I almost, I almost broke up with you when we were driving back from Texas Chainsaw. The the remit, the, sorry, the the re-release of the original Texas Chainsaw, and you were like, "Yeah, it's okay. It's a bit dated." And I was like, "I'm gonna pull this fucking car over, and you're walking, <laughs> mate." <laughs> Tell me, talk to me about dated. Fuck you. I'm just happy you're here. Like, I mean, it's literally, you're you've come, you've you've got the train up. And straight away, the first thing you did was convince me to buy a Blu-ray. Is this like a, a kind of a, a good uh, guidance of how our friendship is? Just us convincing each other to buy fucking shit we to don't need. To buy sh- shit movies yeah. and to watch shit movies. To buy, watch, and shit movies. That's 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 what we that's do. We buy, it. watch, yeah. and shit movies all day, <laughs> every day. But I do want to take, before we get too far into the pod, I do want to take a few seconds just to kind of promote Tipsy Flicks because your page, I think, as soon as I saw it, I was just absolutely enamored by the, the level of effort and the level of work you put into that. Uh, and anyone listening to the podcast and not following Tipsy Flicks, that's I'm, I'm going to like give you a minute to pause it now and go do that immediately. Uh, what made you start doing Tipsy Flicks? Just get, get a little uh, bit of self-promotion. Tipsy Flicks was um, during uh, during lockdown um, idea because I was sat at home doing nothing but watching movies and drinking beers. And I felt very unproductive doing that. So tried to make it uh, a bit more productive. So I pair all sorts of movies with all sorts of beers, trying to find a link, a thematic link or a tasty link. So, 
So we've already tied in with this yeah. once before, haven't we? With we did. Um, Southland, Southland Tales. Tales oh, with yeah. we had the the revolution will not be televised, and it was fucking nice actually. Who that was, was that? Really was, good it, was that Errant Brewery? Errant Brewery, I think. Was That's, that? Yeah, I can't remember. It I think I'm pretty there. sure it was. We had a you had a can in your fridge for like four months. I drank one, but I'm not a big beer drinker. I <laughs> no, enjoy one, no, but yeah. I just don't tend to drink on an evening. So I think we had it. I think I had it on my stag do actually, didn't I? As a warm up between yeah, after yeah. before uh, in between activities. There you go, George. You were part of. There, I was a part of a stag. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you, special like, history. Yeah, and we got quite a few. Uh, I think Southland Tales is actually one of our bigger cycles as well. And we, uh, nice little promotion, like a little cross promotion. You brought one with you as well. I don't know if you want to talk about the one you brought. We haven't actually got them out. Um, probably I, should I have, shouldn't we? Are. we I, I can, I can grab them out. Should we grab it? Bit. Hannah can grab us one out. Let's have a little look. Let's have a little, uh, let's have a little drink on mic because we don't normally drink on mic. Should we do a nice little crisp uh, can opening on mic as well for, wait, what's this? So this is a uh, stacks of green paper. Stacks of green paper. So this is from Pomona Island. It's a strawberry and raspberry sour with grains of paradise, Ooh. which I don't know what that means. Grains of paradise? That is actually grains really fruity. Paradise. I mean, that's very manosy. I feel like culty. It's like strong in itself. itself. looks like a smoothie. It looks like dark fruits. Yeah. And that's quite, ooh, that's quite nice. It's quite bitter, but that's uh, a little, bit, little bit sour. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. I'm imagining very sour, can I? No, I quite like that. Do you want to, yeah, you, keep that, you keep that one. Ryan does not agree. Ryan is wincing. Oh my god! Minute. Yeah, I wish you could have seen that. <laughs> Ryan is frantically looking for another drink. <laughs> <laughs> the sour touched the side of my tongue and got stuck there. I do want. I do want it. It's very sour. I do think of all the, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this on mic of all of the pair because there's quite a few pairing pages on Instagram at the minute. But I think yours is the most creative. I think yours genuinely kind of. I think you look for thematic elements, whereas someone's just like, oh, this is one's got a picture of Superman. Have we even said what the BS is called, Superman. by the way? Yeah. Uh, Sacks of Green Paper. Sacks of Green Paper. We Sacks did. And it's good. His red right hand. Are we, on, are we getting commissioned for this? I don't know. Well, from who? Nick Cave or from, the... From, from George. Or, or Manos. George is paying us to do this. Uh, also, I, don't, I, I, I actually got you something, and I didn't know if it was a good idea to do this on mic. Because it's like not a visual medium, so no one can actually see. You brought us presents. I brought you a present, and I've been kind of keeping this under wraps. But again, I just want to kind of. Is someone going to do like an audio description so, of it as it happens? Someone's going to pop out of a cake now. Um, so if you bear with me two seconds. Liam slowly goes behind him. This is very exciting. Like some form of cloth. It looks like a t-shirt. Oh, it's a black t-shirt. It's I a hat to fake black t-shirt. It's a. F- oh. And we're going to be matching because I also oh. got one. I got. I just. I got the idea because me and Jack got matching t-shirts at the weekend. I was like, I'm just going to get more of my friends matching t-shirts. <laughs> That's only absolutely- where matching t-shirts so yeah you've got yourself a little uh, man else the hands of fate I also realised now I'm going to have to retrospectively buy presents for Greg Harry and Tom because uh, <laughs> I didn't get them shit but they're already dead so they're already, already dead yeah they're already part of our collection this is just weaning him in it's yeah. fine that yeah. is absolutely incredible we're going to bury you're very welcome I mean you're welcome <laughs> yeah, they knew nothing we about totally this. knew all about this. We helped him pick it, like yeah. hours. I will never take it off. No, but I do appreciate you. I do appreciate kind of like the friendship we've had over the last year, and because uh, I think me and you, me and you, we just vibe. We have very similar movie tastes. Specifically, I think our appreciation for like art house and grindhouse. Like, what was the phrase you coined that I just absolutely fucking art loved? house, art house on the streets, grindhouse in the sheets. I just absolutely fucking love. So I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll jump straight into the movie. So. Shrouded in infamy, widely regarded as one of the most incompetently made, atrociously shot, and bafflingly edited cinematic outings of all time, uh, that, like many of the films we covered thus far, is steeped in production problems, amateur filming errors, and almost a total lack of editing in any regard. Uh, and at this point, fundamentally 
there is a massive cult following, as with most of the films that we cover. Um, the only tra- only train wrecks of this magnitude, uh, I think, really deserve the kind of love and attention we're going to give Manos. Because again, we're, we're talking about Gold Star efforts here. This is a heavy hitter on the scale of Troll 2 or How the Duck. And we're really going to go in and, and discover <laughs> what the fuck happened here. Last time I watched this, I'm pretty sure I started watching this, saw the driving scene. Fell asleep just after they got to the house, woke up, and there was just people dancing everywhere. You're pretty much describing the film. I have no memory other than that. So this is currently the third worst film ever. On IMDb. According to IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Third wor- what, what What comes below a zero Disaster movie yeah. and Super Baby babies. Geniuses. Yeah. Disaster movie is fucking atrocious in all fairness. Though that whole uh, Freeburg and Salsa era of parody movies is probably my one of my least favorite time periods in cinema history. Uh, so I can't actually argue with that too much. But there is, again, like as with most of the films we cover, there is a loving kind of cult following that kind of followed this. And I think there's a cult of appreciation that's come back round because there's something fascinating, as with most of these, about just kind of what the fuck happened here. And, and the story, for my money, is one of the most interesting um, and I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you guys very now, very shortly. So when Jack was saying just now about the artwork got you, I think it goes back to the cult following it had, and I yeah. think there's a lot of people with a lot of love for this film who will just do fan art for it, and I think that's. I was about to say, I've got like yeah, from. I've got like Manos Hands of Fate posters and things, and the artwork is really dope. I mean, e- even our t-shirts, even the uh, matching t-shirts, that's all from Redbubble, all like in, so it's all fan it's, stuff. It's all fan arts, and you can clearly tell that there is clearly a, a lot of love and appreciation for this film. You two look so cute together. <laughs> Not me and my wife, Hannah and Ryan, who are sharing, who are sharing a microphone this evening. Real let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. But um, I didn't think the cult following, though, came from the film, did it? It came from, like, the, so the film got released. It came from Mystery Science Theater. And then, yeah, there yeah. was, like, a, like, is that was that, like, a TV show then? Yes. That, like, uh, basically delved into B-movies. They watched bad movies and they chat shit. It was, like, a top-over-the-top <laughs> chat shit thing, wasn't it? Yeah. I know a lot of people in our, kind of, our generation will know them from Riff Tracks. I think MST3, uh, MST3K came out in the 80s and kind of went on for most of the 90s. Uh, but Rift Tracks was kind of our modern day equivalent of it, which I knew that that's where I started watching them. Upon its initial screening in 1966, writer-director Harold P. Warren, who was originally a fertilizer salesman, just to give you a little perspective on his... <laughs> I read this! So he knows, his bullshit. Credentials. He knows fucking bullshit when he sees it. <laughs> nice one. That, you, you, how long have you had that one? You Literally waiting? eight seconds. Like, no, I, was I feel just... like I spoke over you on the mic, so no one might actually be Do able to hear it. Do you want to give Jack his little airtime and we'll re-edit it in? Yeah, I definitely didn't hear it. <laughs> I'll do, the, I'll do the whole line again. Uh, written in, <laughs> upon its initial screening in 1966, writer-director Harold P. Warren, who originally started his career as a fertilizer salesman. So he knows a thing or two about complete bullshit. Yeah, we'll put some audio hey. laugh track in because Hannah ruined it the first time. Um, Killed it, Hannah. He even said on its initial screening release that Manos was probably the worst film ever made. Even though he was still very proud of what he'd achieved, he actually suggested that it might be a passable comedy if it was uh, actually redubbed over with comedic lines. Um, it wouldn't be until many decades later, like you said, Hannah, until Mystery Science Theatre picked it up uh, to show that it didn't even need a redub to be a pretty serviceable comedy because this thing is fucking hysterical, uh, I think, from beginning to end. It's unintentionally hilarious. Um, or dramatically boring. We're going to find out because I, I think from our perspective, the three people who've seen it, we I remember there's a lot of scenes where I laughed and there's a lot of scenes where I think I slept through. So there's that kind of dichotomy there as well. You slept through it. It's only I, 70 minutes. Can't I that don't remember scenes. the middle part of this film. I remember Had the beginning. Had we not have ordered a Chinese to come when this movie comes on, what would have been your bet on, on Jack falling asleep? In the, uh, in, in the well. opening credit crawl that's uh, <laughs> completely botched. Christ, really? 
yeah. genuinely amazed this is only 70 minutes. It really does feel like a lifetime as you're going through it. It's like a squeeze. Last season they squeeze such, a, such an amount of stuff into it, So production began in the early... I'm um, sorry. Production began in early 1966 and started as All Great Labours of Love do as a bet between uh, Warren, the director, and a screenwriter called Sterling Sillyfant, which fucking great name, Sillyfant. <laughs> fucking wonderful. Uh, he would be known for a lot of 70 disaster movies. I think he worked on the script for The Poseidon Adventure and Towering Inferno, actually. Oh, so the movies weren't disasters, they were disaster movies. They were, they, they were disastrous disaster movies. No, they're actually pretty disaster, good movies. Disaster, comma, movies. Movies. <laughs> Not like this, which is a disaster non-comma movie. How does a fertiliser salesman end oh, oh, up I'm making tell you, a... Ooh. <laughs> I'm just picturing... That him, like a joke. I know, I'm just picturing him <laughs> going door to door with a fucking a suitcase full of shit. Like and a director walk into a bar. Uh, I'm waiting for the punchline. Man of the hands of fate. The fucking punchline face. <laughs> hands the hands of fate. Hands the, punchline. the hands of fate. They met on a TV set uh, during um, the filming of a TV show called Route 66, which I'm probably unfamiliar, unfamiliar with. I'm not sure if anyone here is familiar with that. I think it's American. Uh, I've never heard of it before this. Uh, but Silly Fan basically uh, got into a conversation with Warren uh, and basically Warren said, yeah, there's no way it's that hard to make a horror film. I could definitely do that. There's, there's absolutely, it's one of the easiest thing a filmmaker could do is he, what he said. Uh, bet, betting that he could do the whole project by himself with no help from uh, outside influence, basically. It's such boomer energy. It's like Literally, when your dad right? says, oh, I could write a dubstep song, isn't it? It's like that kind of <laughs> falsified white man confidence, isn't it? It's really great to see when that goes so tits up. And cinema history was made right there as Warren began the first outline for his script on a coffee shop napkin. That's where he did it. That's his very first outline was on a napkin in a coffee shop. And I think there's something incredibly romantic about that story. I think the biopic of this movie would make uh, a really cool uh, little, little screenplay in and of itself. To finance the film, Warren accumulated a substantial but insignificant amount of cash, uh, as much as 19000 equivalent to about 1500 today. Whoa, in today's whoa, 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 It doesn't go down, it goes up. <laughs> 19000 That's today. what I meant. There you go, honey. No, surely not. 150... 20 grand in the 60s has got to be worth at least like 200 no, 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 grand no, it's now. not, because I know exactly where Liam got this information from, because I read the same page. But I don't know how to do numbers. <laughs> right, you I'm know gonna, I'm, I'm going to do like an Here, inflation. Do you want to have a look at it? <laughs> Uh, he also hired a group of actors from the local theatre group, many of whom he had worked with before, um, just basically doing local plays, local theatre productions. And while he was unable to pay the cast and crew any wages due to the budgetary restrictions, Warren promised them a share of the film's profits. <laughs> Pause for collective laughter. Sorry, yeah. I got nothing there. Just to like, tag in. Absolutely not Surely they must have got something... Sorry, I'll start that. Absolutely. Wait, you, the word, surely wait. they must have something now though because it's making money now and, and it's it's like if you buy stocks and they don't initially make any money that's fine but if they make it in 50 years you still get some cash from it so surely they must be getting some money from a form of cult following surely I sincerely so, hope so can I just <laughs> can I just loop back into an inflation argument are you going to fix my math $100 problem? in 1966 is equivalent in purchasing power to about $846 okay, today so it was 19 grand so what's so that now so it's about 8 and a half times worth that do it do it so in your calculator. Oh, God. 19 grand. 19 times eight and a half. So it's only about $165,000. To be so. fair, that's so. kind of what's on my script. I just fucked it up. Like, it's 150000 Is that okay, right? Yeah. yeah what, that, what, that did I, about right. what did I say? You're like 1500 <laughs> I'm not very good at this. <laughs> We're all cavemen. No, they did get paid something. What did they get? You know what they got paid. Um, the dog that's in the, the film got paid in a bag of dog food. And Which I'm today more... is worth eight bags of dog food. <laughs> Wow. And uh, one of them got paid in a bicycle. 
I'm not doing the same joke twice. No. Free. You, you know it's a bicycle. Yeah. Amazing. Like, but I, I think there were some issues with the actual uh, trademarking of this film as well because this is weirdly a film that stayed in the public domain because the guy just forgot to license it as a as a, a trademark as well. Did so he just go, what's the fucking point? Basically, <laughs> like, I think... Yeah, who else is calling anything hands, hands of fate? Well, I wonder this is why maybe they don't get any money today because there's there's no proof that this was a registered trademark of a thing. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Which I often wonder how the Blu-ray, because obviously there is a restoration now, they've got the they've got the original film reel and they've, they've restored it to a some extent as much as you can restore a film like this. I reckon that's just fans again. Do you think? Like, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They are a force. Once but, you've got them... Magical things yeah. that happen, so... Yeah. And, and that was as the birth, that's how the Manus Hands of Fate came to fruition. It was actually originally meant to be called, and I love both of these titles, the first two working titles was The Lodge of Sins, <laughs> which I just think sounds like the seediest it's, couple's it retreat. It does, it sounds like a porn film. <laughs> yeah. It? it still yeah. makes more sense than Hands of the Hands of Hands. <laughs> <laughs> hands of the Hands of Hands. <laughs> and the second working title was, uh, even more porny, Fingers of Fate. <laughs> <laughs> oh... I'm not even going to go into what they are. I'm not even going to. Oh, I'm sad. I'm not even going to make a joke about that one. I'm it's too, really too low hanging fruit. Why? Because it Why? wasn't called. What's, hang on, what's Spanish for fingers? Oh, don't do this. <laughs> Everyone get your phones out. Everybody do a Google. Deados. Deados the hands Mate. of fate. Deados the fingers of fate. That's such a better title. Right? Right? Dead, I mean, you've got dead in the title right there. Like, Why Missed opportunity. That's definitely not going to be the way it's pronounced, is it? Because it's Spanish and I've just pronounced it. So. And our three Spanish listeners, please write in. We have no, I don't think we've got any Spanish listeners, actually. Oh, I just typed in hands and it sort of came up Manos. Do it. Live with someone from Spain. He's not, just he's not here. He's at work. He can't. <laughs> Filming will be completed within the year. Have you got it? What was it? Deados. Was it? Deados. Deados. That's amazing. Right? Deados. The fingers of fate. The fingers of fate. The fingers of fate. That's like the fingers of... That one Jamaican. Let's take that out. <laughs> <laughs> Should we all have a little rap? Should... Wait, we'll do it again? Deados del destino. Deados del destino. This is fingers of fate. <laughs> Weekly Spanish we... lesson. Fucking sponsored by Duolingo. <laughs> Have we mentioned how the film's not actually Spanish as well? Oh, yeah, there's none of that. There's I mean, no, there's no. Is it even based no, in like. No. There's nothing Mexico, even vaguely. Maybe, because they're like. They're, they're second language. It's Texas, right? It's El Paso. Yeah, yeah that's so it's on the border. It's, the first language it's close enough to Mexico to maybe not be completely irrelevant to the film <laughs> itself. Maybe. But they never mention, you're right, they never mention anything to do with Spain or Mexico or the Spanish culture. None of that. So just, I think it's because he thought. I mean, Manos is kind of a cool name. Manos is a cool name. Yeah. There are, again, what Jack was saying, there are elements of this that I think visually and aesthetically, I think you guys will appreciate. And the fact that the costuming is kind of fun. I know there's there's an iconic cape that I think you wanted to wear for a bit. I always want to wear that cape. Yeah. You'd be wearing it right now if you had it, I think. I would be. I'd never take it off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, filming would be complete within the year uh, because almost all of the principal production had to be rushed out uh, because the way that Warren did it is he rendered pretty much everything that was on set. So all the cameras, all the all the sound uh, equipment, everything that was there was rendered. So um, this was one of the bits that I read up on, the type of camera. Do you have the type I of do, camera? I do. I have the exact... Madness. So all the footage was shot on a 16mm Bell & Howard camera, which was not only handheld, so like you, you got oh, nice. any, any steady shots but also had to be wound up by hands <laughs> and could only shoot for 32 seconds at a time. What? Which probably led to the myriad of uh, issues once the uh, the film hit the editing so room. I'm liking them keeping the hands thing going. You know, they had to wind it Manos up the handheld hand. camera of fate. <laughs> <laughs> Manos the hand-wound camera of fate. <laughs> Jesus yep. fucking Christ. Uh, Warren only did two takes each shot. 
he said that uh, every time his cast and crew were like, well, do we not want to take a few more? That wasn't great. He was like, no, no, Hollywood would fix that. And the editing process. Hollywood. The magic of Hollywood. It was the 60s. What did they have in the editing process? It was probably on acid or something, wasn't it? Oh, we'll get, we'll get there. Oh, we'll really? get there, my friends. Oh, yes. Don't you worry about that. All, all the sound effects and the dialogue were dubbed in later in post-production. How good is the dub? Is it poor? Well, it was done by him and his like mini team. Pretty much, yeah. Exactly it was like, I think it was like two so. two people did yeah. all the voices. I was interested in seeing Marcus. actually the cast list where there's only about four named characters and so and so just thingy's wife, thingy's yeah. wife, yeah. thingy's wife, yeah. thingy's wife, yeah. and then the rest of them are just like <laughs> teenager in car, girl in convertible, cop. Because <laughs> it'll take a lot of time to give them names, Jack. And yeah. actual character development. We don't want them. We don't want to. We don't, don't you besmirch the good name of cop again, guys? Very easy to make a horror film, is what he said. Very, very easy. Yeah, he smashed it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, the handful of people. I think it was it was Warren himself. So the director himself did a lot of the the dubbing. Uh, a guy, Thomas Naiman, uh, Reynolds, Jennings, and Warren's wife. So there was about four people doing the. Uh, Doing the dub, his wife, but a lot of the actors. I remember it was. I think it was the actor who played Debbie, the young girl. I remember seeing she saw her performance and was so upset that she started crying during the original because <laughs> oh it, was, it wasn't her voice. She was looking at like thought that's not me, and she started crying during the screening. The original screening the, the, when they first showed this is absolutely hysterical because not only was she crying, there were like actors who were involved in the film who actually left before the end because they didn't want to be associated with it. I don't want to do the press conference at the end. So Literally, on, while he was filming it, did he make them like say, and then he got somebody completely different yeah. to dub over because them. they didn't have the equipment they didn't have sound equipment but why did they not use the same people at least because that would be too easy <laughs> because that would be <laughs> too like obvious adding so many layers I just and again like rereading this and re-exploring this I, I know from our perspective the three of us who have seen it I'm just like uh, I'm a nice mixture of like, really excited and really nervous to re reevaluate this thing. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but that's pretty much where I landed. Like, yeah. I'm quite excited for everyone to see it, but then I'm also remembering my past with it and thinking, "Fuck, really going to waste my time with yeah. it." This is a chore of a movie to get through. Like yeah. it is the longest seventy minutes. It's it's life. mad. You're is like... it is it as much of a of a chore as after last season? <laughs> that is my benchmark you've never seen after last season have you George what's this what? I'm not I'm familiar with Jack's not either broke my brain this like, is a I'm... weird movie that we are going to cover on the podcast that we just really do we have yeah, we, we will eventually. It's a George. Hello, George is jotting this down. Yeah, like, is that, what's it called? After last, after last, last season. season, and it's this weird movie. And again, I think it's from Texas. I think it's an Austin, Texas made film, made in about two thousand and God, it'll be like two thousand ten maybe, on a budget of five million. So it had a decent budget. Um, so I want to say these are the two that have always stuck in my mind for taking the longest to watch. Yeah. And I don't think anything else hits that. Was after last season a long film or not? No, though? no, no. no, no, no it's again, a, a case season. of really short film, wow. but just painful. I what aged. beer's going to pair nicely with it, do you think? Is it going to be like bleach and, bleach. Acid, yeah. bleach and cat piss? It's this weird thing where it's like this whole, it's this weird drama about someone who has a tumour, I think was the main plot, wasn't it? And they, the, there's... I can honestly say I, I don't think it has a plot. We were sitting All I know there. is that there was a, a literal cardboard... MRI machine. There were actually like five million pounds, guys. Yeah, there were there were inquiries afterwards. That I think a lot of people thought this was like a tax thing, and they were just using they got the they got the budget and then didn't use the budget or they used it as some kind of tax dodge. Um, but it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one for you, George, because you'll I think you'll watch it and think like you're right. What the fuck happened here? I think you'll be 
just curious as a, as a test of how much you can sit through, and how much pain you can... very interested to watch. Uh, we'll have a little... Uh, we'll have a little... Tell you, we'll watch Anyone the... who enjoys that film needs to be added onto a list. I don't know what list, but a list. Yeah, I, I could not even enjoy that. carefully. Back to Manos. Uh, Warren decided to shoot Night for Night Scenes because many of the cast and crew had day jobs because again they were just theatre uh, locals they were guys who were working in the local theatre uh, scene As no dentists you, dentists you know they'll just be <laughs> <laughs> fucking George Hardy was there somewhere probably in his youth <laughs> Uh, you'll notice when you come to watch it that many of the night scenes the camera and lighting uh, attracted swarms of moths which is fucking wonderful so there are just scenes where bugs are on the lens for extended periods of time moments where the actors were told they couldn't stand too far away from the camera because there wasn't enough lighting to light the surrounding scenes so they've got to stand too fucking close because they can't fucking be seen otherwise um, but kind of going back to your point on the uh, the acid uh, story Hannah there is actually quite I don't know if it's quite a sad story about one of the actors it's a very it's sad. A, it's a pretty not sad. fun. Yeah, I don't know if you want to... You mean you know, yeah. 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 So, John Reynolds, who plays Torgo, who's um, one of the more cultier aspects of this film, he um, he's... What, what is it? He is... He's a fawn. A fawn! A fawn. A fawn, a a fawn, fawn. in my side, he is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Had to get that one in. Thorn. Right. Get it? I thought you were actually asking what goat legs were called, no, not what the creature was called. No, the creature with the goat <laughs> legs. Goat so, legs. So he's he's wearing the actor who played him is wearing um, this harness thing to make him look like he's got goat legs, and mm. he spent the whole film so with sad. it on backwards. So instead of making him look like he's got goat legs, <laughs> it was just eating into his knees, and he oh, was on painkillers for the shit. rest of his life after this. Painkillers and a shit ton and of a LSD. A lot of LSD. Um, yeah, he was on LSE for the whole film. And again, a lot of the actors picked up on this. I think the, the girl who played Debbie just thought he was really enthusiastic. At little one girl. point, was not like, this really fucking hurts. Okay. LSD, LSD probably, I mean, yeah, that probably... Was he on LSD when he was wearing these so he didn't think about this? Or did he think, like, like what was the... He what came first? Was he, this? yeah, was he in pain because, like, did he wear them backwards because he was on LSD? Or was he on LSD because on the he was LSD. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the age-old question, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately, pretty much as soon as uh, the film finished wrapping uh, Reynolds actually did end up killing himself uh, oh. probably with the due to a mixture so I'm going to dedicate this episode to uh, to John Reynolds because he solidified his cult status in this movie um, but it's, it's probably not a great uh, he, we, we always talk about how some of these movies can destroy actors lives and I think this literally did destroy his life um, the LSD probably didn't help but you know yeah sorry to bring, just looking around at the sad fucking uh I was just trying to think of an uplifting segue to transition into that. So anyway. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> You've absolutely killed me there. <laughs> oh God, poor choice. Of- no, 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 no. no. We like tiptoeing around. Yeah, please don't cancel So let's get on to the Master, Margaret and Michael. The Master, Margaret and Michael. Mm-hmm. You'll say I'm that three times. the M's. Manos, the Master and Margaret and Michael. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, you like right. that? Uh, the film premiered. Oh. At- Sorry, go for it. Yeah, just say it. And what are you Togo doing? was the thumb. The Manos. No, I'm going to stop because that was dumb. No, do it. <laughs> Manos, Master, <laughs> Margaret, Michael are the four fingers and Toro is the thumb. The thumb. Okay, yeah, sure. If you, you want to go, go, if you want to go there, if that's what you want to do, if that's what you <laughs> yeah, want to put on Mike, that's so. entirely up to you. Um, the film premiered at the Capri Theatre in Warren's hometown of El Paso. Kind of nicely, a lot of the what money, little money they did make, they actually do- donated to a cerebral palsy fund when it came out. So you know, there is that kind of element too. That's kind of cute. Uh, Warren arranged for a searchlight to be used at the cinema and for the cast to be brought in in limousines. But unfortunately, he could only pay for one limousine, so they had to do tr- multiple trips. <laughs> oh, oh, they actually did this. I was going to say they're probably better off not getting that 
kind of attention going in, but right. they've just compounded on it by getting the same limo repeatedly. It's a bit embarrassing. Like, all right, I'm just going to do the next drop off. It feels like, yeah, you're doing like lifts into town with your mates. <laughs> yeah, so several of the cast and crew uh, members actually reported to be laughing continuously throughout the screening. Some snuck out before the film wrapped uh, as to not be associated with this. Uh, this they want to wait for the limo. Didn't they just wanted to get on the first lift home. Yeah, and unfortunately, the majority of the cast and crew never appeared or worked in the film industry again following Manos. Uh, and for the longest time, this film would kind of fade into obscurity. Uh, Jackie Naiman, the actress who played Debbie, actually tried to track the film down once she uh, enrolled in university, so this would be about the 70s, and just had no luck finding any copies of this film. And it wasn't until uh, Mystery Science Theater that things started to resurface. I think they got sent a restored copy of the the original film prints, uh, because kind of just sitting in the Mystery Science Theater um, in, the, in their studios for a while, and that's kind of where the resurgence and where the cult kind of really, truly began. Who sent uh, it to them? Do we know? I like to think it was anonymous. I hope. <laughs> just, there was a door, the doorbell went anonymous. one day. Anonymous. The videotape of fate. They delivered it with their manos. Hey, no. Hey, it took me a while. No. <laughs> no. Oh, their hands. Hey. Okay, I get it now. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, if you haven't seen Mystery, it's probably their most, would you say it's their most famous? It's definitely one of their most famous episodes, right? Probably. Yeah, it's yeah. up there. It's up there, but it's definitely worth a watch um, if you've never watched it. I was actually tempted to do the 0.5 on that, but I think we've got some sequels to watch and prequels to watch instead. I'm looking at you, George, because yeah. uh, I'm going to force them. I'm going to make you suffer through them tomorrow, I think. Uh, Warren, after the oh, film. There's a sequel to this. So, right. The sequel and a prequel. And a prequel. Oh, my God. I'm actually really curious about the prequel because the prequel is called The Rise of Torgo, and I wonder what how they're going to... Because it was like made in 2014. I wonder what the, who replaces the legendary John Reynolds. And if they get the brace on the right way around. And if they happen. don't cripple the poor guy, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm assuming that these are all fan-made. Yes. Well, weirdly enough, the they, were, they will be all fan-made, but weirdly enough, the, the sequel, uh, Manos Returns, actually stars the, the guy playing the original Manos in his only two uh, film roles is in this and the 2018 sequel, Manos Returns. Um, how, how old was this guy then? He must have been pretty old because he was probably in his 30s during the 60s, so fuck. Yeah, he would have been in the late, late 80s. Uh, maybe even early 90s at that point. I'm not really, not really sure. Uh, but yeah, Warren went back to his job as a fertilizer salesman after making Manos. He tried pitching a sequel uh, at the time and another script named Wild Desert Bikers, uh, but unfortunately neither were they were both turned down and rejected uh, and he really didn't have any other forays into the film industry. Uh, he did try and publish a few books. He was he was kind of deft at writing, but he did, unfortunately did not get anything published either. I don't know if it's props to him for giving it another go after yeah. such a colo- like colossal, colossal train wreck. wreck. Or whether it's just like that again over falsified white man confidence of like that boomer energy of I can do anything I set my mind to yeah this is you it you know I'm gonna actualise my destiny one way or another I think no one can tell me otherwise maybe he just turned around after the film and just went actually I don't want to be a fertiliser salesman I mean I wouldn't exactly it's not like do you, like a door to door thing do you think no, your plants dead, mate. I don't think you realise the quantity of fertiliser required. Just lugging around. Shit. I don't think it's just like a knocking door to door with a briefcase. <laughs> I've got a big briefcase full of shit here, ma'am. Can I offer you it? <laughs> um, yeah, that was kind of the end of the the, the history of Manos. But on its current kind Ooh. of. Sorry, Ooh, segue. No, Hannah got uh, ambushed by a guy with a briefcase full of oh, shit. I heard this, this. Yeah. What happened? I ended up with three fridge balls for 13 quid, which when I Googled them, What's I picked What's a fridge ball? Like, That's what so, I said. <laughs> so, right. These are meant to... He, he called me at a bad time. I was quite emotional. He pled a, a guilt story and I just, I just, I was like, fine, take my money. Ended up with these three fridge balls, which are meant to keep things fresher. I paid £13 for them. On yeah. Amazon, they are £6. And apparently they have actually made people's fridges smell worse. Spend £13 on smelly balls. 
Yeah, in a nutshell. Uh, I also no, locked us out of the easy. house this week to close us £100, and I lost my bank cards. It's been a really good seven days. Well, how, what a good way to end it Woo! by watching Man <laughs> on the Hands of Yeah, it could be worse. You could have made a film. You could have. <laughs> Uh, currently sits on a whopping 0% on Rotten Tomatoes with uh, based on 16 reviews so I don't know how much I'm going to give credence to that because I think if it was reviewed today and I think people who obviously with who are within the cult of appreciation there is something to love here whether or not it, I mean there's, there's definitely no quality here the quality is, is pretty much absent but there is a, a level of admiration for someone who I think who took it upon himself to make a film on no money and no experience and no I don't know, like, yeah, there's a there's a level of audacity, there's a level of ballsiness there, I think, that I can at least appreciate. He did it, he, he's made more films than, than I have, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy that he took his medicine and was like, right, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. This was hard. Well, no, but again, he, he said he's proud of the work, but he knows it's shit. He knows it's probably one of the worst films ever made, so I think it takes a lot of guts to say that, and I think, you know, props to him. Yeah, Absolutely props to him. Dues. Uh, there were four stage adaptations of the film that had been made post. Four? Four. <laughs> Fucking four, what? Yeah, there was one a musical called Manos Rock Opera of Fate, which I know oh, I definitely want to watch. I need that in my life. Right? I, I need a rock opera version of everything. Let's so. everyone take 30 seconds see if we can think of a better name for a musical of Manos than Rock Opera, rock opera of that's, Fate. That's so Manopera. Like, Manopera. That's just, oh, Manopera? Manopera? Come on. 30 seconds, okay. guys. 30 seconds mm. on the clocks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to win Manos this. Bands of Fate come on there's a puppet musical entitled what? Manos the Hands of Fate. everybody loves oh, see puppets. that's good that's see, quite a see, good that's title. good fair enough um, yeah. that's actually got I'm, I'm genuinely serious do we need to watch this one because I'm all watch about Manos the puppets weirdly enough it's on my Blu-ray as well there's a special feature that has <laughs> Manos course, the got it Hands of Fate. of course I have it on Blu-ray what, oh, what else am I going to have it on um, but for several years, this film was the lowest rated movie on IMDb, as you said before, Jack. You said uh, there was four, you've said two. Oh, so no, the others are just called Manos Hands of Fate. They're just stage adaptations um, because okay. this, apparently the story needs to be told on the stage as well as on the screen. <laughs> apparently that's an essential. Um, uh, but yeah, there was uh, the, 13, the 2013 prequel, uh, Manos the Rise of Togo, and the 2018 sequel, Manos uh, the Returns, I think it's called. Manos like Resurrection or something like that, or Manos Requiem. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, Manos Returns. That's what it is. Which I think I'm going to try and make you and me tackle. I think tomorrow, mate, I'm going to make you suffer through that shit. I'm a little bit scared for that. You should be. You yeah. should very much be. Uh, and I'm Treating gonna... with the puppets is a reward. The, the puppets. Should we do puppets? The puppets sound amazing. <laughs> should we do puppets? Why don't you have? Yeah. Yeah. Why you, should we have this conversation him. off mic? We, we should have puppets. Yeah. Why don't you get all four of them up at the same time? Have like just, a... just what? Have four different screens watching them. <laughs> you've got the musical. You've got the the theater play, the puppets, and the original for comparison at the same Fuck time. Fuck yeah, man! And I think that is as good a place to end part one as ever. We are going to go watch the seventy minute. Uh... I'm assuming there's no trailer. <laughs> there are some fan trailers, but there's probably no need because it will not help. <laughs> it will not make this easier. Uh, but before we do go, how are we all feeling? Are we excited? What are we expecting? I, t- I think I know what I'm expecting. It, for all I don't remember the plot, the sensations that has left me with is going to last a lifetime. Yeah. Still, I'm like, I really want you all to see it. Uh, it's worth it for that, but fuck, it might be hard. At least food's here. Oh, we've got takeaway coming. I was about to say, like, currently... Manos Hands of Fate is also linked with the Chinese, so Manos Hands excited, of Fate. But I don't know. Manos Hands of Bait. That wasn't bad. That's excluding everyone who isn't from the Northeast for that joke, though, because bait equals food here. It does. Yeah, that's <laughs> how we say food. Did you see the person in Yorkshire who asked for corn on the cob and got a literal bun, like a bread what? bun with corn on it? Oh, it's, I did wait, not see it's that. a cob, cob bun. 
I didn't know Cobb was born in Yorkshire. Not, not he was it's not. It's like, I think it's like West Yorkshire. Oh, no, I'm from West Yorkshire. We call it a tea cake. That's weird too. No, 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 no. tea cakes are totally different things. <laughs> don't like yeah, that. Tea could, cake. We could, we could have a whole conversation about this. <laughs> Yorkshire Wars, round one. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting here with my study, just a, a study <laughs> or, or a bap. You can have a bap. You can have a bap or a, a study. Yeah. Yeah. Yorkshire has a bap. Yeah, yeah. bap, bap is acceptable. Yeah. Just call it a fucking bread bun. You know what, weirdly enough, this kind of works because our title for the podcast is a uh, food bun as well. So we could be a food, hey. bad taste buds. Yeah, so it's about food. And with that, guys... We're going to eat some bread and watch Manos. Let's fucking go. See you soon. We may as well get on mic while we're... uh, While while the night is young. This is This isn't free, you know. Every, I really want to do that Every 32 seconds, I have to start a new roll of tape. And I have to... It's a whole... The whole extra pound. Just dub us in afterwards, it's fine. Dude, I should do that for this episode. Should I get like a bunch of different just voice actors for each character? Just grab them from the so street. When, when George starts talking, it's just like... <laughs> Hi, I'm George. An old woman doing a little girl's voice. Hello, I'm George. <laughs> I look after the place in the master's way. Can I just stop by saying... That's the that. child. <laughs> I do love, right, we're back from watching Manos, as you can tell. Um... I'm kind of, I think I've got an idea of where everyone sits as far as enjoyability. I've got a good idea of where George is just based off his clapping at the end. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when he gave you a round of applause. I, I was on my own with that, but I, I felt it was just. <laughs> and the other extreme, we have Jack, who didn't, who didn't make, make it back. It back yeah. nope. Me and Hannah no longer have to share. A 70 minute film and he couldn't make it through. Pour out a little uh, toast for our boy Jack, who didn't make it. He was so excited for it as well. <laughs> he was. And I think for most of it, he was actually enjoying it. He just, About 50 minutes wall, in, he physically he? turned his head the opposite way around. There's just <laughs> like, there's like, just so much wonder, I think, in this. I don't know. I'm going to start off the praise by saying it's just it's just whimsy from beginning to end. It's it's just so fascinating. <sighs> Macy agrees. Macy agrees. It's just fascinating every inch of it because you're like, right, yeah. Just as I don't think it can get any more incompetent, there's a they'll find ways. They'll find a way. Like just even if you just dissect like some of the scenes, like my personal favorite, the cat one of the cat fight scenes between the wives. So basically, there was we need war. They just went on for half the film before we do we need to do, we need to do a quick plot synopsis just uh, to catch people up who haven't seen it because sometimes people don't see it before this uh, anyone want to take it here you want to go for it I'll have a go on as the guest, guest. Little, little, uh, so little little summation of Manos the hands of fate the young well a family <laughs> parents and a young child are going on holiday but get lost along a road that leads to nowhere. <laughs> Literally nowhere. And they come across a house yep. inhabited by a weird goat man. Torgo. And Torgo. And a man and his many wives. And it's not really clear <laughs> what they're doing there or what their purposes, purposes yeah. or what their motivation is for anything. But they're there and they torment this family to, 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 make, to mean- make the mother one of the wives. Yeah. And they're trying to decide whether or not they should kill the other two. The man, the yes. Man, the, the child, child no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what, just one piece of dialogue you can expect to hear in this. That was brilliantly summarised, though. You did probably a better job than I did. Keep you around. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll put Jack in the basement instead. He's, he's not earning his keep. Let's, let's lock him up in the glass prisons and George can stay out for a bit. Um, where did it really begin? Here's your little round robin as to like enjoyment levels because I'm a I'm I was right there clapping with you at the end. This is just fucking this is exceptional. 
exceptionally bafflingly brilliant cinema that you just don't get from the majority of I mean anything else you can't really compare it to anything can you no it's incomparable other than my grandparents home cinema videos you you picked up on this it was literally the the first I'm going to say 20 minutes it was probably two it felt like a lifetime (laughs) right of just these pointless clips of like just landscapes put to jazz music like it was literally like I was six years old again Mm -hmm. sat in my nana's living room watching the videos from Malta from the various cruise ships they've been on really nostalgic and really emotional no did you not get that (laughs) no I just remembered really wanting to go outside and I was forced to watch hours and hours and hours and it took me straight back there to like it was like it was like a roundhouse on an acid What well, you're not telling us is your nana was actually part of a multi-wide sex cult. You were the child in this story. This was actually a biopic of your life. <laughs> Ryan and George, what were we thinking, lads? How are we, uh... I think it's an experience. It's not something I watch for enjoyment. I did, I'm sapped of energy. <laughs> like, the spirits have drained me. I'm with Manos now. It, it definitely is something you're going to want to watch for the talk factor. Mm. But Just unless you you're it. a proper weirdo like this lot, then <laughs> it's not going to be enjoyable. Okay, let the weirdos talk for the rest of the episode then. I I, uh, I loved it. I mean, I was a bit <laughs> apprehensive going in. Um, I think the last time I watched this, I watched it by myself for whatever reason. Amateur mistake. <laughs> it was, um, so watching it with people is, is, the, is the place to watch it. I think we all had a good time. We were this all it, yeah. we were all like laughing throughout it and making jokes for it. And that's exactly how this film should be. If you can, yeah, if you can get your own crew together to do a riff tracks, a live riff tracks of it as you're watching it, it's the only way to watch it, I think. Is if making... only to keep your sanity. <laughs> while I think there is sort of like a beauty in just how consistently shite it was. This is it. Yeah. All of the way through. Like it, it never showed like even as like even a tiny little bit of competence and I think well, that's a skill in itself it not to get a single really thing is. correct a single thing I oh, can no, honestly the say cape, the cape the, was right the cape, the cape is amazing the cape was well, yeah, that was yeah, it fair enough, that's a standout of the film <laughs> the whole budget went on how good that fucking well, cape was but you could was. also tell that they knew the cape was the best because they kept showing it off and that because the fucking guy really was like literally stood like he was on a cross the entire time yeah. well, just to show off this cape weird bit of trivia that I didn't actually say in the first part I was going to say in the first part I'm glad you brought it up that the director the one thing he did do after going back to being a fertilizer salesman is apparently according to his son wear that cape <laughs> I mean house. why would you ever you take would. it off yeah. it's a fabulous thing. when he died his son they went on to say he, then he wore it a fucked on around the house it's like a family oh, tradition I thought you were going to say he was buried yeah. 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 you imagine with like, those sandals too imagine future archaeologists like 2,000 years from now digging up this fucking skeleton of a <laughs> caped man um, well let's just talk about the incompetencies and let's go let's focus in on one of the incompetencies the dubbing Oh, the dubbing oh. is a, a standout. Oh. I feel bad for the actors, but on the bright side for them, at least no one will ever know how bad they would have been talking. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, the dubbing is, is it's it's one of these things where the child especially, I think, suffers the most from it. Yeah. it sounds like, it's like, the, 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 it's not like the actor they've got to dub the child as a 50-year-old southern woman <laughs> from like... An inaudible 50 Yeah, this is it. Like, I'm surprised. How do you manage to dub over a movie and still make it inaudible? Like, that should be the easiest part. Like, that should be where you fix all the audio issues. <laughs> you couldn't hear a single... I heard, like, a word here and there, like, probably... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, just, I absolutely adored your reaction, George, when they were like, well, let's sing a song. Let's sing a family song on the way. And what fucking song is it? It's uh, Row, 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 Rebo. Of course it is. Of course it's Row, 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 Rebo. Just giving me those uh, Troll 2 flashbacks immediately. <laughs> um, 
it just works on that like fascination level for me. Like I just can't take my eyes off it because of how fascinated I am with just how everything is is so appalling. I think it was the choice as well to never put like another sound effect other than a voice in there. It's like he, he forgot that other sounds existed. So like also, the the piano fire. music. Dun, 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 dun. But no, the way he did like the fire, you would have expected just like Some something, crackling you know, like or something, yeah. Or a whoosh or a, you know, I think it was meant to be that sort of like mystical moment, mm. wasn't it? And there was just, it was just silence. But like, even then, uh, like, he uh, slammed the car door. There's not a single sound. <laughs> or sometimes they even mix sound effects up, like when the woman closes the car door near the end and it's just a thundery noise. Like it's like, <laughs> uh huh. Like I get. Maybe that. he like forgot to put it in, couldn't be bothered, so he just thought I'd make it up with the last one. Or maybe he's one never. Cracking. Maybe he's never seen a fire before. Maybe that's the first time he's ever... Maybe it was meant to be a jump scare. I keep forgetting it's meant to be a horror. It's not, though, is it? But it was meant to be it a horror. It was designed specifically to be a horror. So... It did not turn out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Horribly incompetent. But even that, like, those last scenes, they're in a car, and like, oh, I'm so sick of this rain sat in the convertible. Not a drop of rain. Like, it clearly rained earlier in the day. It's like, now, now, go, we'll do the scene. <laughs> By the time they got everything ready, the rain had definitely stopped. With oh. the top down as well. With yeah. the top oh, down. It's rain. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's, it's, mad, it's magical in its level of incompetency. It's like, even from the way it clearly wasn't edited, but they're right, they use the, the way you think the, se- the scenes... Sorry, no, it definitely was edited, because when you mentioned the 32-second thing again, I was reminded, every 32 seconds it like, changed yeah. the clip, and I was like, fuck. But then I noticed sometimes where it was like th- half a second, and it would jump, and the people would magically jump for like three frames for half a second. It was so bizarre. There was plenty of times where someone, where people would be stood in a room and it would cut and then they'd be in different places <laughs> in the room. <laughs> but there was no effort to change that either. Like, in the initial car scene, he, he knew he had 32 seconds, so he took 32 seconds of a man travelling in one direction. Well, you, like, a whole 32 seconds. We've not even told the story as to what, why that scene is that the way that is, the specific driving scene, the opening driving scene. George, There's a on. reason There for is it. a reason for it's, it. They were intending to have an opening credit scene with the names crawling through but then didn't know how to do it so they, they just they just left it but then they managed to get the end credits over footage right. so they obviously knew how to do it did they not know how to do it at the start of the film and then never maybe bothered to maybe watched that and just thought it was a brilliant piece of movie maybe maybe, maybe they were so this proud this is so off-putting that this will be how we scare people nah it was definitely just done like he's like right I figured it out the fuck am I going to go all the way back I'm to the start I'm a fertilizer salesman like I'm done I'm done I'm over it yeah I can't be asked to finish both of them I'll do one of them just for you um, but you're right, you're right the jump scenes I think especially are just some of the most brilliantly incompetent moments like the scene I turned to you Hannah me and you were absolutely bad rolled over it's like this um, this wide shot of the moon <laughs> and they, they clearly did two takes of it and the moon has shifted like a fucking just, two feet across but it's meant to be the same shot yeah. oh man just but, give it it's due it did actually have me like laughing yeah, laughing consistently at, at yeah it, yeah I wouldn't say consistently I would you're wrong but there were plenty of plenty plenty of points where it was but there were also points where I was like shit did I blink did I miss something <laughs> turned out I hadn't but that just made it feel even longer I was like oh fuck like, I don't know what's going on anymore I'm a bit lost then it turns out to just be fuckery I was like alright I didn't need to know just fuckery what is his understanding of somebody being unconscious and how me like 
Me. Just people go to sleep a lot. <laughs> they just, yeah. they all, they've all got narcolepsy. You know those fainting goats? They're like the human equivalent of those fainting goats. They get into a small scrap. Told and you just... it's half man, half fainting well, goat. Yeah, he's, he's, he's half goat anyway, so it makes sense. You were pissed off about the sandals. I wanted to mention the sandals. You were so infuriated about this fucking guy's sandals. To be fair, right, the only sort of like bit in that that you thought, oh, this is actually really cool, was the cape. And then they pan so down to, first of all, just... <clears throat> But, like, like Primark £10 Velcro black sandals. Primark. It was definitely ridiculous. Primark. Definitely Primark. It's like, it was so off-putting. Like, so, I mean, if anything, like, everything, sorry, wasn't off-putting enough. That was, <laughs> that was the one that stuck The one that just broke us a little bit, I think. Just, like, he's this this ancient man who I assume lives for, I don't know, however long. They he's got six wives. It, yeah. He can kill people with this weird black fire hand thing. But he's got fucking... <laughs> Imported tenor sandals. sandals. Like what? He's just come back off his holidays in Benidorm. Let's be honest. He's just got the eyebrows. Man, nah. The more I think about the film, the more infuriated. You better not. (laughs) Harry, what footwear would you have preferred? Oh, good question. Oh, okay, okay. Clown shoes. (laughs) (laughs) No, do you know what? I don't think you should have ever seen his feet. I think you should have been like weird, floating. Like, I mean, if you're gonna go that sort of absurd, then then go absurd. He's just a head and hands. Guys, the rest of his cape. He has more hands. Like, how much better would that have been? That would have been great. You could have had what someone stand behind him, lie on the floor, and just like put the hands underneath the cape, wiggle fingers. Just going back to the wives for a second, because one of my absolute favourite scenes, and I turned to you, George, and said, is when he wakes up for the first time, and the first scene with his wives is them just bickering, <laughs> like talking over each other, and he's just looking like, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> the wives for me were an absolute standout. They were, they were a joy. They all, like, um, so as you said, they all, most of the actors had like theatre background. Yeah. Yeah, you, you could tell with those wives. They were all overacting and hamming it up and it was glorious to see. Beautiful. Was, they, they were moving around as if dancing and then that, <laughs> yes. that, there's a bit where they, they swap sides. Three, like They're all stood around and to decide which side Operating. of the argument they, twirl, they do a little twirly twirl. little oh, dance wow. move yes. like just a dance move one dance move yeah. so that they all <laughs> say which side of this argument weirdly enough because I wonder it was adapted for the stage four times I wonder if they were actually good on stage maybe that that's why when the guys were watching the film yeah. that twist this would be a moved. musical Definitely. That's it. Like, oh, I just love that bit where they're all arguing and then the dump completely stops but everyone's mouth's still moving and they're all that? shaking their arms about. <laughs> oh, very cross arms. Oh, just, oh, oh my God, yeah, there's flailing, aren't they? Yes. They're like, still talking, but the sound... Synchronicity, synchronicity, what's the word? Synchronicity. Oh, Synchronicity. Okay. I'll dub you all there. We'll dub you Hannah up with my voice. What's, you say the first bit? Sync. No, no, just, that doesn't matter. Oh. I'll just... Oh. You fucked it, you fucked it. Synchronicity. Um, no, you're absolutely right, though. It's, it is these magical scenes of, like, none of, none of the dialogue flows naturally. There are, like, long pauses. It does feel like the, the director, uh, Warren, he's just, are you okay? You look terrified. What's happening to you? My ears keep popping, and I don't know why. I kind of pop them, but every time I go to pop them, I then pop myself to <laughs> you, you look like you're in agony. Like constant cycle. Sorry. It just feels like, you're right, he's using every second of those 32 seconds per scene that he has. So, like, the dialogue won't kick in until, like, five minutes, and these, these awkward pauses where it's just someone's farted and they're just kind of like like wait to see what the fuck that was no improv or anything they just stand there it's almost like they're waiting for a laugh track 
Yes. Like if you watch a sitcom with the laugh track removed, yeah. it's exactly the same thing. I Awkward pauses. To do that. I need someone to do that. To put a laugh track yes. over it. I want to know how that changes the tone. Oh, it would absolutely massively change it. Yeah. I wrote down during it that if you took out all the awkward pauses, you've probably got a 30 minute decent <laughs> movie. <laughs> At least a little bit less stressful than what it was. But weirdly enough, having seen the Blu-ray, I turned you again and was like, I do think they've done a decent job restoring this it to look a gorgeous. lot better. A lot better. I wouldn't I don't know if I'd, I'd, I'd go as far as say gorgeous. Yeah. The, the, the red on his I do like the, the colour is the palette. There's like this really beautiful blue room as well that I quite appreciate. But again, the way they use it, it's just it's just awkward. You're right, these like long extended scenes of them looking at the painting, which you're like, right, oh. okay, we get it. It's, right, you're doing it for dramatic effect. It, it's happened for 30 seconds. And they have a scene more than once. Yeah, they go back to staring at the painting like five minutes later, like they didn't stare at it enough. But then when, when you eventually like meet Manos as well, oh. I love the transition from him to the picture. Just in case he's, you didn't know. He's not Manos. He's the master. He's master. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. He worships Which Manos. We never he worship see, hands. We never see Manos, do we? It's just a hand. He's a statue. Oh, it's just him. We don't have missed the entire plot, guys. Weird <laughs> question. You know the ones in the Super Mario like games, the giant hands that fight you at the end of Ma- oh, Smash Oh, Master Hand and think, Crazy Hand. Do you think there's like a link there? Do you think that's what he's worshipping? Those giant fucking fists that you fight in? Smash Do you think Bros. he was playing that the night before he went and met the absolutely director? Absolutely not. And he was, was just was like, right, definitely about yeah. thirty years too early. So no, absolutely not. Hands. Maybe you just got like a really big fetish for hands. It's just so fucking fascinating. And again, the way, the only thing, the, the only negative I can really pull from it is having known a little bit of the backstory, having known what happened to Torgo, the actor who played Torgo. It's a little painful to watch oh, him sometimes. Even from the start, yeah. you see him come out and it's like, right, clearly this isn't just him overacting. He is out of his mind on drugs. It's like the guy from... And um, he's so in pain when he's trying to walk. He's just stumbling around. And like, that looks like it hurts. Well, it's like the guy from Troll 2, the one who was like released on day release from the mental hospital where you're yeah, like, you just... don't know where you are, mate. You're, you're clearly not here. And that, it's like it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of awful to watch. Um, but his eyebrows, though, he put a fake set of eyebrows on them, and he moved independently to his real eyebrows. Oh, so fucking good, though. I mean, I, I think I agree with what has been said. Like, I think this is way more entertaining than the first time I watched it. I don't know whether I've just matured as a as a uh, audience member, as a, a viewer. My my palate's got I a lot. I think more it's because me and you just watched it by ourselves, where with a big group, yeah. it was much more I mean, funny. You were saying that, George. Like, I think by yourself, this is not a fun watch. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is for us. No. It, it- <laughs> It, it drags. It yeah. really drags when you watch it on your own. There's, you need you need people to bounce off. I think you if you are on your own and if you've got no one to watch this with, first of all, what are you doing? Come on, <laughs> get some friends. Get some friends. Well. But I think the best best case scenario if you are by yourself and watching this, watch the MST three K one. Like that's the best way to watch it because it feels like you have got three friends there with you. Or watch ours. So is that what they do then? They just watch the movie and make the. They do what, basically, it. what we do up there. When they we just heckle the movies while yeah. they're on. It's wonderful, Hannah. You love that it. Actually, sounds quite. You fun. It's absolutely it's great. It's a it's a guy on a spaceship with two robot friends. I've seen. I know. You've seen of this. course yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. This is just Hannah all over. <laughs> we'll do this. We'll spend an hour talking about something. Like, oh fuck <laughs> yeah! I remember that. <laughs> you, you, it's not funny. The only You're absurd. <laughs> You're a best worst person. You are. That's why we have you. <laughs> best worst seal of approval, Hannah. Well, guys. <laughs> what do we think? The dog... The, the, right, so the dog got paid in dog food, but there were two dogs. Which dog do we think got paid George for the act? The one that's still alive. Yeah, the, the, they definitely killed the other dog. <laughs> and that was the dog food. That wasn't a prop. That was just a dead dog. <laughs> An actual dead the, dog. There was... The dog dies, and it's not moving at all. And for the rest of the film before that, 
they could not control it. It was no. climbing over the kid. Oh, it, it was like nearly jumped out of a moving car at one point. <laughs> and I feel the only way they could make that dog look dead is to, to actually kill it. Kill it. <laughs> and then that action. other dog looks like it could have eaten that dog quite easily. There we go. You solved the mystery. It was paid in the flesh of the other dog. <laughs> I do, uh, speaking of dogs, I, I quite enjoyed the dogging police and just those two characters. I have served no purpose to the plot other than to stop dogging like four times throughout the movie. And they just keep following this poor couple to every dogging spot they the go to. What's the that poor couple? It's the same spot. Yeah, but the couple didn't do so anything, the, co- did they? the couple are just in the car making out being weird as fuck with a weird dub. The police show up, tell them to fuck off. And then it gets to night time and they've came back again and started doing the same thing again. <laughs> And the cop tells them off, but it has no relevance to anything that's happened anywhere else. No. I don't think it's connected other than them driving past them twice. No. It's not connected to the main story. Like, there's no actual, like, through, through point there, is there, really? It's a B-plot that is completely separate to the main story, other than... Do you think more was meant to happen with that? Like, Maybe. was the police meant to show up at the house at some point? No. <laughs> no. The police, like do a half ass job of looking for them. <laughs> they get out a torch, shine it into Anyone the desert, and go, hello, hello? I'm sure it was no. a torch. They didn't even what shine it. I don't know. Was, the they end. pull out a vaguely phallic oh. red uh, <laughs> stick and then shine it at some bushes. Because the, the dad fires the gun and he's like, oh, I thought I heard gunshots. Like, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> it's night time. It's really loud. That could be coming from Texas. You appreciate all the bullshit. You're right. You appreciate the dogs not behaving and them just being like, right, that's fine. You appreciate this one scene again. We turned to each other and was like, that kid is bored. The kid starts <laughs> kicking a plant halfway through this really stressful scene. We, well, being chased just stops while the parents have a conversation. Oh, just starts like twiddling her absolutely. feet. <laughs> Genius. And again, like it's, it's so hard to actually ever think of this as a horror film because it's so un- unintentionally hilarious like even the master walking around with his dog it's like he's like it's, he's, he's like for a oh, he looks he's walking around with a fucking leash on he looks a like bit li- leash. he looks like gothic liberace <laughs> out for his fucking daily stroll in the park it's fucking ridiculous he reminded me of Jim from Friday Night Dinner oh fuck yes oh, oh my, my god, god. Yeah. holds the lead exactly the same that's Jim but just a really camp theatre queen <laughs> I mean, the master was a bit of both, yeah. He's proper, he is proper camp. He's camp as Christmas, isn't he? Yeah. He's definitely, he is their main wives. He's definitely covering for something. Oh, the cape like that. You ain't straight. You ain't. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't. I, um, I've i got, got one go. thing I want. There's a lot of slapping. Oh, oh right. I'm so, so, so slapping. But it's not good. I feel like all these theatre people were never taught how to actually do violence in fucking any of the plays because they're all so gentle with it. <laughs> it's weird, but this is weird because it's a weird dichotomy like they're quite gentle but then there's that one scene where where the master's just slapping the shit out of his wife and I got quite uncomfortable because it lang- lingers for ages you think right one or two slaps <laughs> might be alright I can get away with that and then she like, makes her mouth go again it's the synopsis. 30th slap and I'm like I'm a little bit upset and he keeps panning like his face dead on to his face and he's, he's just going for just staring the hand going <laughs> then I'll pan back to him with blood on the face and back to him with like orange blood on his face and, yeah. It lasts forever. It wasn't blood. It wasn't flesh. It looked like somebody had just chucked a coffee at him and he just went on set. (laughs) Maybe he he pissed someone off on the crew. They weren't getting paid. They were probably quite pissed. I do love that none of these people got paid and watching it, you're like, you are rolling around in dirt for free. (laughs) For free. They look like they're having a great time. Right? I that think fight scene as well was definitely the scene where they said that you can't stroll too far away. Sorry, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the cat. Right on sand. The cat. Oh, she had a fucking toy. Oh, she looked ridiculous. How did you say line again? 
Sorry. I should have screamed the cat. The cat. <laughs> <laughs> what the fight fighting scene. That was definitely the scene where they weren't allowed to walk outside of the light. Because it was oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you it can... was literally just like... It, do you know what? It looked like a stage production. It was like light, 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 pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> the universe ends. Maybe, maybe this guy, maybe he would have had a decent career in, in on the stage because... No. Doesn't no. matter. I was about to go there, but I think everything else is just so magically incompetent that I can't. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, he was a very good fertilizer salesman. <laughs> because this isn't your calling, bud. Well, he had the equivalent of 150 grand to put towards a film that he didn't know was going to do well. Like, yeah. Well, it didn't do very well. I wouldn't know what. So, you know. When did he die? Did he, did he ever live? I think he lived for a decent amount live, of time. Did he live to see. Oh, the, the, the uh, oh. No, right. did he live to see the, the, the success? Oh, the seen. success. Let's have a check. Harold P. Warren died in 1985. So I think it was just a couple of years. It was about 10 years before MST3K picked it up. It was 93, 93 when MST... Yeah, so he just missed out. At least his kid saw it, knows about it. Yeah, he, well, he died That's in obscurity. Something. Like, all, be, all the best artists died in obscurity. All the all the greats of their generation. Um, you guys are just so Shakespeare, for example. Uh, Van Gogh <laughs> did, yeah. We're just going to compare... Warren to these these yeah yeah yep. but I just like again like the prop budget you think they do so, such a good job on that one costume that where the fuck did the rest of the money go because then there's one no, scene no, 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 no. they like, did such a good job on a cape yeah let's let's not say whole costume sandals yeah, sandals I'm you sorry can't, I'm sorry you can't say he he even had the weird tog what's his name yep togo eyebrows at one point he did but that was a fabulous cape. It was I a fabulous cape. It was fucking fabulous. Um, but then you like, you look at like some of the props they have. So there's one scene where Manos burns Torgo's hand off, and it's just this, <laughs> it looks like brilliant. It's fucking stunning because it's like it burns down, the flesh melts off, and it's just twigs or it's <laughs> no bones there. Like candle wicks. They cut on a puff of smoke. <laughs> so when his hands gone and on fire. And on He's fire. just running away with his arm. And, yeah. <laughs> is that the last time we see him? I think so. Him running yeah. away on yeah. fire. Because then the, the the final scene is the dad, the dad of the family who takes over Torgo's role I look after the house when the master's away and it's like instead of oh, and instead of something sinister like Togo it's like I'm Michael I look after the house <laughs> when the master's Michael. away <laughs> doesn't have yeah. quite the same ring does it really you know, no way he's in his like dad jeans and no. shirts he has not even like changed. suburban haircut I wonder if he'll start looking more and more like Togo as the years go by like he'll just start like developing eyebrows on <laughs> a second pair of eyebrows um, I, I mean, unless there's any scenes that you guys want to specifically talk about. Yes, you got it. I have a favorite scene. Well, do you want to do? We'll do favorite scenes. Okay. We'll do a round table of favorite scenes. Ooh. So, tell me your favorite scene and why. My to... favorite scene was the first wife, and she was the one who was campaigning for the. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How to get you right now. This was the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> who brings a cat to a podcast? <laughs> who the fuck brings a cat to a podcast recording? <laughs> Me. <laughs> me is the answer. Me. Little old me. Sorry, Ryan, you were saying something. The first wife was campaigning not to kill the daughter, and she just kept repeating the same line the man, repeatedly. Yes. The, the child, child, no. But no. <laughs> she does it like several times, never puts forward a different argument, just the same thing repeatedly. I absolutely love it. Her especially with argument the is one is yes and the other is no. But that's <laughs> all she needs to say. I loved in that scene how they were all talking over each other, and it was essentially a rabble, rabble. Oh, rabble, 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 rabble. And then it'd go quiet, but their mouths would still be moving. And then, and then yeah. one of them would say their Everyone else was still quiet. talking, but we'd just show you one person's audio. 
I, it's, it's such a it's a tiny scene but it's the bit that got me the most and it's the moon yeah, it was the moon yeah, and just yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, still yeah. shot of the moon just jumping about an inch to the left oh, it's just when Hannah went did the moon just move and it just absolutely killed me but again like you're right it's, it, there's just these like weird illogical moments where it's like oh we better get in it's dark soon and it's the broadest fucking day I've ever seen. It's midday, the sun is beating, they're sweating. There's no shadows because it's literally midday. Ready to get in. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be sundown soon. Had a favourite scene? It's the moon scene. Get it got in. us, yeah. it absolutely killed us. That's fair. Like, it was so small. Genuinely, on. guys, if you could watch this film for anything, <laughs> drink a lot first. Watch it. Well, you can also see something similar when the wife starts undressing herself. Yeah. Where, like, it yeah. just pans a few seconds forward every, like, half second. <laughs> Judge, did you give your, your favourite? Who's your favourite, the wives? Um, Bickering. The, the wives fighting is great. It's great. But I think... Uh, Torgo bringing the luggage in right at the beginning. <laughs> it's, it's hard to watch, but because they just make him suffer, don't oh, they? It's so bad. Oh. Like he's obviously in a lot of pain. I hope there's nothing in those briefcases. <laughs> but you could have done exactly. You could have made the same effect with what George said by putting like a knee pad on the oh, thigh yeah. or by shoving like a pillow down like the the, the anything leg but or crippling. Well, not if it was the right way around. <laughs> Might look cool if it was the right way. Anything but forcing your actor to get to get addicted to pain meds and eventually <laughs> killing themselves. <laughs> anything's better. Anything's better than that. I can see the other way being quite comfortable because it looks like you have a bit of a, a bit to sit on because yeah. it bends backwards so you can rest your butt. No, irreparable damage. It's just genius. Like it is. It's one of these. Like I think it's one of these lightning in a bottle moments where. Even the score will haunt you to your deathbed. <laughs> that one piano riff <laughs> that they keep overusing. That all the shots are thirty-two seconds long, but the piano riff is shorter than that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the piano riff ends, and then the scene continues for a little. Bit. You'll be hearing this in your dreams for fucking weeks. It is, I think it's one of these li- these lightning in a bottle moments where even every other film we've covered on this podcast, I think you can you can kind of explain a bit easier than this. This is one of these that is, it's so difficult to explain to anyone who hasn't seen it. Mm-hmm. it like it, it's hard to actually like comprehend until you watch it exactly what you're watching. I think they should teach this in school. When, when, they, they, when they teach about hubris and Hamate, yeah. this is the example they should <laughs> yeah. give. This is what happens when you fly too close to the or sun. Just, this is what happens when you bet that you can make a horror film with zero experience and no money and... <laughs> you know making a bet if anything it makes you appreciate other films a lot well, more that, yeah. oh absolutely this is the, the worst made film we have yeah. I'm trying to think of the worst any any other just one just on a production and a pure production and editing and on possibly every level if I'm honest yeah yeah like, no, there's not a redeeming quality in the actual no, cinematography. Well, the actual film itself. Especially, that was the restored yeah, version like as well. A, like, there, are, there are films yeah. that have been made much better. For even example, like just picking out an example, Last, Last Airbender, as much as it's one of the most atrocious things I've ever seen, it's much more competently made, yes. whereas... But one, I would say, if you're going to ask me to rewatch one, I know exactly which one I'm going to tell you. I'm going to rewatch. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be Avatar. Every, yeah. every but Avatar was an assault on our souls, Liam. Well, there is that. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen Last Airbender? Because you don't need no, to. No, I haven't. Yeah, you don't, the, don't, don't do it to yourself. No. There, there was a couple like moments of artistic flourish, I which was. I noticed. The um, like there was a lot of point of view mm-hmm. on the slapping, which you know is is a choice. There was one moment in the car where the light from the um, rear view mirror Uh 
cast like across her face. Oh, I think I saw that, yeah. And it created a square of light on her face that she was peering through. And like, it had no reason to be there, but it looked I don't it believe for one cool. second that they did. If, if it yes. looked cool, they did not mean to do it. This I can guarantee the look when it was there. I don't know. There were, there were some shots where you were like, well, if, if this was in, a, was in a better movie, if this was in a competent and like well-scripted, logical mo- movie, this shot wouldn't be that bad. Like there are scenes with the master where he's like being framed. There's like that one scene where he's framed through the fire. And I'm like, look, it's not a, it's not a beautiful scene by any stretch, but it's a competent scene. And it's like, if this was, because he stood still, no, no, I know. (laughs) But if this was any different, if you ignore the dialogue and the, and the speech, and you know every, everything about you know, it. You know everything else. You, it's a good picture. It's a nice photograph is what it is. It's a very pretty photo. It's, just, it's a great silent movie. It's a good still to put on the back it of is. a DVD. But again, like I say, the aesthetics, there are, there are interesting elements to the aesthetics. There are interesting, like, I think, a, a flair here. Do you know those flair. live, mu- uh, those live, like, museums you can go to? Like at the Baltic, mm. where they put, like, those weird... Do you know what? If they if they took that film, they literally took all the audio out and they just played it and you walked through it. It would be like a piece of weird sort of art, oh, yeah. wouldn't it? Like that that sort of see, see. So maybe there is a flat. Maybe there is. I don't think it's completely. It's maybe the, it's just broke our brains enough that like. Maybe I don't you're know. starting to come round. Uh, maybe to it the works dark well on acid. It would probably no. ruin your life. Uh, if yeah, I feel like if you that drop would acid and watch Manos the Hands of Fade, you're not coming back from that. You're joining Torgo <laughs> in, in fucking goat, goat man hell. I love that final scene as well, just before like, they cut to the dads as the new caretaker, where they, they, like, they're being chased and like, oh, I know, let's go back to the house. They'll never think of looking for us there. She spends a whole film <laughs> wanting to, to leave the house. house, and as soon as she's gone, she wants to go back. She keeps saying like, oh yeah, we need to leave this house as she's undressing and putting her nightgown <laughs> gown on and she's lying down to bed. God, we've got to get out of this house. I mean, they get back to the house and oh fuck, what a coincidence the master's there waiting right. for them. Oh, the they, guy who lives in this house is here. <laughs> they start shooting them with a gun and then the master starts going blurry on the screen and I'm like, oh, is he like fading out like a ghost? No, it's just, just no. blurry. I said to George, like the, the director said he took two shots he didn't do any more than two takes of a of a scene so he would literally wouldn't look go past two so that means that was that blurry that shot was the best, of, was the the best two. of two. Oh Jesus! and there was the, also there was a blurry shot of a dog that was the best of two that was the one they went with because the other one I want to see what the other one fucking looks like upside down <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's just it's one of these experiences that I think is like once in a lifetime you can't really compare it to any other film you're ever going to see can it's, I revise my favourite? Of course you can, yeah. Scene? Yeah, of course. Because yeah. we've had one. You don't like, need to ask permission. I'm not before. a teacher. Right. <laughs> Sorry, it's sir, can goes... I do my test again? <laughs> <laughs> do we not have to raise our hand when we want to speak? <laughs> if you know what's good for you, then yes. <laughs> it was when the mum goes to look for her daughter after she disappears. Oh, she, oh, <laughs> oh, she, she slightly cracks open the door so you can see literally about a millimetre into a dark room and goes, nope, not in there. <laughs> literally. <laughs> just walks she away. was waiting for the moment that her daughter ran away because she was not ready to look for her. She was, that was the happiest <laughs> she's ever been. But again, if your child sounded like a 50-year-old woman from the South, you probably would <laughs> want to miss him too as well, wouldn't you? It's, it's just a prequel to Orphan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I just think, I just think again. I just think it's it's wonderful. It's one of these 
lighting in a bottle moments, you can't ever replicate it. It's even even the worst of the best worst. It's hard to replicate to a level of of Manos. What it kind of reminds me of, anyone who watched our Hollywood's New Blood episode, it reminded of the level of incompetence. I think Manos is a lot more entertaining than Hollywood's New Blood. I, don't, I actually think it's less competent, though. Manos is. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's more... There's, Hollywood's New Blood has a little bit more of a structure. George, you dig the fuck out of Hollywood's New Blood. It's, I, I will be checking it, Instead the, of... Um, the camera takes full-length scenes... Full length scenes, yeah. There is, there is that. I'm all about that. <laughs> Hollywood's New Blood is it's, it's it's very similar in the sense that it has those like repeating motifs and that soundtrack. If they just keep repeating, the piano music is replaced by a screaming uh, peacock in Hollywood's New Blood, where every scene is accompanied by a peacock going. <laughs> and by the th- thirty minutes in, you're like, all I've heard for thirty minutes is peacock, and I'm going to kill someone. Like at least, uh, at least the piano is like consistent. It just kind of like fades into your subconscious. Oh, the peacock every single time is just so jarring. Just great. I, I mean, if I'm ready to do some final thoughts, would you or would you or not recommend? And then we'll do a little sign off. I mean, I'm I'm the naysayer here, and I still say watch it. Yeah, like you're I, gonna get a full round. Yeah, I was like so tired by the end of it, but at the same time, I'm like, go watch it with a bunch of people. Don't do it by yourself. <laughs> Make George. fun of it while you want. <laughs> Heckle the movie while you're on, and you'll have a much better time. And it's something worth talking about. Yeah, absolutely, Hannah. Yeah. I mean, no, are you, going I'm, to, are you pretty I'm much echoing that. Obviously, Jack didn't. So <laughs> yeah, should, yeah, we yeah. Dub, should we dub Jack over? Should we do like a whole? <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on. I give it a... I'm going to do a Jack. I'm, I'm trying. I'm going to try my best for a Jack impression. Oh, I'm Jack. I look after <laughs> the place. Well, the master's away. <laughs> oh, you're not going to beat that one. I'm not, no. no. Just give me, give, give me your thumbs up or thumbs down. So I Jack Dorn. Thumbs up, definitely. Just want to know what I put on the Instagram. Jack is a... I, I need to make a little um, no. This isn't Jack. I need to make a little uh, gif of every time Jack falls asleep because it's only happened twice. This was this and Cats was the other one, right? Or was it happened three no, times? It's happened it's definitely Godzilla was an on he fell asleep during Godzilla yeah. Yeah. but this is the only one we've not been able to wake him up from since Cats he was we, <laughs> this, this is the one that hours. sent him into a coma <laughs> he turned around and just went no <laughs> I'm not doing it I refuse George final thoughts would you or not recommend I, I would recommend it I mean again watch it with people because I, I was worried going in, <laughs> but it, 70 minutes flew by. When Once you're having a good time with it, if you're sitting, having a couple of beers, yeah. taking the piss out of it, the best you're going to have a great time. Yeah, I would. I would. I love it. It's great. Fuck yeah, man. It's, oh. You're right. It is, but it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful time capsule of a... It's, I think it's a weird look into the subconscious of a man who I think... Had a lot of balls, and I appreciate that. Like I think because it's entirely him. This was yeah, filmed, directed, written, dubbed for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Probably scored. Like this is just it's such a weird little passion project that I know I understand what he means when he said this is probably the worst film ever made, but I'm very proud of it. And I think there's something really sweet and quite sincere about that, yeah. despite the fact that he crippled one of his stars and made they him kill himself. <laughs> to to yeah. do it as a bet, <laughs> as but a still bet. thumb straight up. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> To make great. a film for a bet and basically make it out of spite is right. the best reason to do anything. Why do anything other than out of spite? Other than out of spite. Yeah. To be fair, fair dues, I wouldn't know where to fucking start with making a movie. Like, any of it. So we did a better job than I could have done. I reckon, I reckon we could make Manos. Dog, because this is how it starts. Ooh. Bad taste movies. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to make a horror or any form of genre other than a terrible movie. I reckon I could knock out a shitty film. 
idea. Well, now we've put this if out If I had there, that much budget. Now we put this out there into the world. <laughs> if you want to fund me 150k. Right, this Go fund me, guys. We'll set one up. If you want to see so a film by Patrick. This one was 19, 19k. I've got 30k sitting in my bank account. We were going to spend it on a house, yeah, but, if you think, house. but if you think this is a better, if you think this is a more lucrative <laughs> business venture for us to go into, then yeah, fuck it, let's do it. I mean, no. I mean, the best part of my night was when food came and Jack looked out the window and said, <laughs> Scranos, hands of bait. <laughs> oh, I was really sad because I wanted to get oh, him to yeah. say that. Scranos, hands of bait. Scranos, we all say it. Should we all say it on the count of three? Three, two, one. Scranos, the hands of bait. I forgot the second bait. <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting a second. Of course you do. I only do two takes. <laughs> We're not doing another one. Fucking thank you so much for uh, joining us on this episode, guys. And thank you, George, for finally, thank finally. You for having me. Yeah. Well, John, absolute pleasure. Let us know where we, we can find you on your Instagram. So my Instagram is at tipsy underscore flicks. So that's T-I-P-S-Y underscore flicks, F-L-I-X. I don't think about that. <laughs> Couldn't remember if it was, because I needed it. Spelled M-A-N-O-S. Gotta have that X in there. You should talk a little porn spinoff, tipsy flicks with triple X. <laughs> yeah, but please do check out. I'll just uh, be multiple pairings for oh, wine. Yeah, you could do wine pairings, make a classy for the pornos. Ouchie mama. Um, <laughs> so what the fuck? Ouchie mama. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I mean, that's on par with the bridesmaid shirt saying hot mummy. Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, don't need to remind that. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, uh, guys. Do check out Tipsy at Tipsy Flicks. Uh, honestly, I, my life has always improved every time I see one of your parents. And Thank you. just for any time I see you, I just, I just had to, I appreciate you. You're the we only guest. Stop it. You're making me blush. I know. Is it two beers? Yeah, two, two beers, beers deep. Picked two out beers and deep. Checked out and it, they've, they've all been He's, nice, so he's supplied us a lot of alcohol over the last few months. That's like, why I'm here. Yeah, that's, what, that's what he's good for. <laughs> that's why we <laughs> talk to him. From. Thank you for joining us on this episode, guys. Um, do check, yeah, you do, 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 do check us <laughs> out. Do check us out at Bad Taste Buds Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and Bad Taste Buds Podcast on Facebook. Uh, and next week we will be joining. Oh, what will we do next? <laughs> I do this a lot. Where I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen next week, and I'm going to, I'm still making some bullshit up, and hope, like, hope I know the answer by the end of it. I don't know what the fuck we're doing next week. I have no idea. <laughs> Mystery week, guys. We'll figure it it's out. Bonfire night soon. Should I start thinking of a bonfire? Is there Ooh, any bad taste buds really bonfire night? Is there any bonfire night movies apart from V for Vendetta? No, what what nice? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, there's elements of that. Yeah. Bonfire night for him. Bonfire. Right, we'll find a bonfire night. <laughs> <laughs> this is what night? Bonfire night. That's what it's called. Bonfire. Bonfire night. Yeah. Why are you mocking me? It's called bonfire night. Like fifty times. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you made me say it fifty more. Um, yeah, we'll find a bad bad movie for you. Don't worry, guys. We're not going to run out anytime soon, are we? Uh, but thank you again, guys. Uh, have a safe night and make sure you don't go following. What are you looking at me for? There is bonfire night safety. The movie. Yeah, fuck yeah, why not? I sound why? like a public service. Just, just like, should we do it? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode, guys. Stay safe out there and enjoy your Halloween. Um, make sure you do a lot of spooky things. You carve a lot of pumpkins, you eat a lot of candy, uh, you dress up as slutty cats and all that good shit. Yeah, man. Um, hands that Manos. If you can make me a Manos cape, please do send it to P.O. Box. <laughs> I'm not going to give my address out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Sick.